Hey, what's up? It's the real-ass dude, Puerto Rican rattlesnake, Louis J. Gomez. You're listening to the Mad Scientist Party Hour. Welcome back to another episode of Mad Scientist Party Hour. My name's Kevin Kraft. Joined once again by a man who has eaten his pants and underwear and is currently in the process of trying to eat his own boner. That's Jeff Clark. Sup? And beaming to us from the folds in your mama's butt crack, the bearded booger-eating dingleberry known as Shuddy Boy. Yo. So I guess we should immediately start out by pointing out to uh, any of our YouTube uh, devotionists. No, what the fuck would you call it? Viewers. Devotees. Viewers. Our YouTube hundred percenters. This is probably going to be a shorter one than usual because we just did a very in-depth spoilery review of Top Gun Maverick that... uh, Went very long, and as most people should know, Easter eggs are exclusive to the audio-only podcast. So, if you want to hear the review, plus spoilers, you're going to have to download the audio podcast, listen after the end theme. But hey, if you're just listening to this on the audio podcast, hold on to your butthole. We'll get to it at some point. We'll take you to the danger zone. Yeah. Yeah. And a spoiler on the spoiler-full review... Tom Cruise made this country a better place this weekend. Yeah, after after so Shuddy and Jeff went and saw it first and they kept texting how great it was in the group text. I found myself with a surprise free evening that I didn't think I had with my mom coming in town to visit. So we pulled a fast one, managed to get tickets to a showing, went and saw it, and my text back to Jeff and Shuddy was um Tom Cruise needs to be on our currency. It was, I believe, almost verbatim, plain school two fucks. <laughs> <laughs> what did um, you have planned that, that got uh, 86? It was the only night him and Helen didn't have something romantic going on. You Kevin son of a bitch. You know what? I'm going in the other room. I'm telling her you said that. Romance it up. I've been sitting on that since the Patreon. You, you went right from how you got drinks beforehand and got food into your review and I didn't have my, a chance to throw it in when, so I'm happy you were serious the whole Top Gun review. We couldn't be derailed <laughs> by taking shots at Ke- Kevin and Helen. <laughs> but yeah, we were, we were going to go to dinner with my stepbrother because we went to Star Wars Celebration in Anaheim and he lives, he lives in Orange County so he was going to come meet up with us afterwards and go to dinner but then he had to like take his wife to the airport and like I, we were there for so long that, I don't know, I can't hang like I used to at cons. I lose interest kind of quick, and then my fucking feet get tired, and then my back gets tired. And the the plan kind of was to stay there pretty much all day, but around 4 o'clock, we both lost interest, and we're getting tired and sore. And I was just like, ah, fuck this, let's get out of here. And I'm like, wait a second, since we're not going to dinner anymore, let's go see plane school. All right. So we did. I like really sweet. You and your mom party the same as me and my mom, where you just line up different dinners throughout the week that she's here. Yeah. I like that about you guys. That's what my family does. Like, 
when when I took Carl to Florida and we, you know, spent a week with a nice big chunk of my family, she's like, wow, you guys seriously only just eat and drink alcohol. You guys just eat and drink all day, every day. I was like, yeah, yeah, that's how we roll. We that's party. Wonderful. Meanwhile, I'm about to go on what I alluded to to my mother today was going to be four days of hell, to which she was very upset that I was thinking of it that way. Wait, where are you uh, going? Where are you going? Savannah for my sister's graduation. Oh, uh, right. oh, yeah. With my parents and the boys. And this is going to be the most time I've spent consecutively with my parents in years oh no wow you guys are all road tripping together yeah well i they're going for longer than i am so we're road tripping separately but caravanning together because i'm going to drive back on sunday by myself how long is the drive from pa to georgia from here to savannah it's 11 and a half hours are you making it like a straight shot yes sir that's the plan. Wow. I got an outlet adapter for my volcano in the car. I do. <laughs> but you guys know that. You have to know that. I got it last year when Dom and I were making all those. I toy, remember hearing this. We were making all those uh, long distance toy hunts. I bought it a thing to go in the, the lighter uh, that the volcano could plug in and it was mobile for a while. I'm not bringing it to Georgia, though. <laughs> you can get arrested down there, I think, still for weed. Yeah, but we're driving. We're leaving tomorrow night and driving oh, straight shit. through. Does Sharon have to come or does she get a reprieve? She gets a reprieve. Nice. She wow. has to work? Yep. Nice. Score for Sharon. Um. But my mom. Uh, Does your mom party? She, she no. You guys gonna not, do shots? It, like they they have stuff planned for us every day. Uh, and she's like, "We're going to do this Sunday afternoon. If you want to stay, I go, mom. I have to work on Monday, so I really don't want to be leaving at five o'clock at night, driving through the night, and then having to work the next day. Like I'm not trying to do that." And she's, I was like, "I have to go." And then she said. I'll tell you, I was like, we will have so much time for you to talk to me about everything you want to talk to me about this week. And she goes, no, we won't. It's only four days. Oh, no. And I said, oh, shuddy. That is going to feel like an eternity being that we haven't spent that much time together since the boys and I moved out almost eight, nine years ago. Um, like I am. Did you say that or were you thinking it? No, no. I said, I didn't, I, I said, this is going to be the most time we've spent together in years. It's going to be a long time. You don't and remember she, how much we dislike each other. Mom. <laughs> she, 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 you could tell that I stung her unintentionally. Uh, so yeah, it's going to be something. But I don't even know how we got on that topic. Oh, well, you just mentioned how it's going to be four days of hell coming up with your parents. Yeah. Uh, but, like, yeah, they've got something planned every day. Hopefully, it's, it hopefully more, it's eating and drinking. Yeah. Is it different than, like, what Kevin's got planned with his mom, which is just different dinners? Or uh, There's – well, it's my sister's graduation on Friday and, we're, and dinner 
on Friday night. Then I think we're going to the beach on Saturday and then doing some sort of dinner Saturday night. Thursday, they want to go and see the different squares. And then we have to pick my aunt and uncle up from the airport. It just seems there's a lot of touristy stuff that's happening. In Savannah. Uh, I don't think my mother is going to be thrilled with my level of stonedness or the fact that the entire city of Savannah has no uh, open container law. So oh, no. you can walk around with booze anywhere in the city. Uh-oh. We're going to get a blackout shutty cool. boy threatening to walk back to Bethlehem. So who knows what we're in for? Shuddy's going to be walking around the streets of Savannah with a fucking hurricane. <laughs> <laughs> so, Man, I didn't know Savannah got down like that. Savannah does get down like that. Yeah, blacked out so shutty like with like a 151 uh, frosty drink. Uh, where's Frenchman Street? <laughs> you can, when you're at dinner, you can ask for a beer to go before you close out your check. That's cool. And they'll bring you a beer in a plastic cup to take with you. See, I support that nationwide. Because they always, they always try to fight it off by saying like, oh, well, people will be fucking walking around the streets causing some shit. It's like, all right, well, arrest them. Yeah, that's that what we pay the for. Yeah. yeah. New Orleans, you know, does not allow any of that, any nonsense. Yeah, just if someone's pissing on the street, arrest them. If someone's like... Ooh, that's tough. Causing yeah. some trouble, fucking get them. But I think it would be kind of nice. Sometimes I do want to get the fuck out of the restaurant. Still got a little beverage left. I would like to pour that in a cup, walk outside, and drink it, and enjoy the fact that I survived long enough to be a goddamn adult. Son of well a bitch. Said. Well, well said. Good so rant. I plan on I plan on partying while I'm down there. I would expect Is nothing less. Is your sister going to party? I hope so. Yeah, I mean, she's graduating. So the level of partying is going to... There are some factors that will even curb my partying. It's mostly going to be uh, heroin for me. Because I'm not concerned what... My mother's going to not be happy with any decision I make while we're there. So it really. So you're so just going to go for it. Uh, yeah. So if I'm going to get get judged <laughs> the entire trip, I'm going to enjoy it. I'm just going to get right in your face. Um, get right right in your face and bong a beer. Um, my aunt and uncle from Texas are coming for sure. They're the the liberal moderate side of my father's family so they're gonna be fun to hang out with yeah i i love them to death they party uh i'm not going to be able to outwardly smoke weed around everybody i'm not going to be able to just spark up a j they're not that liberal no we're not we're not there yet even with my mother my mother hates that i smoke pot um and she will tell me that at least six times what a narc in in the next couple of days um, Even while you're smoking pot, mom, or are you while wearing, you're not smoking pot? Are you wearing a wire? <laughs> but the wild card is that my Mormon aunt and uncle from Texas may be joining us at Uh-oh. some point. Hey, can I see your guys' magic underpants? And uh, they are uh, so staunchly Mormon that my uncle that you have used two aunts. To be 
a um a big time coca-cola drinker and no longer drinks any caffeine because it's against their beliefs so if you if you drink a coke do you go to mormon hell i i I don't know the exact things but no alcohol no caffeine nothing that is addictive man i believe is what i envy that type of discipline um and he's he wasn't always Mormon. Um, he was a knucklehead kind of guy in the army and didn't think and, you know, tormented me as a child. I mean, he is the type of uncle that I dared him or I told him he wouldn't cut my rat tail off um, when he said he would. I said, no, you won't. So he took out his pocket knife and he cut it off. Oh wow! Did you take his pocket knife and stab him? <laughs> um, Sounds my like and weird science. My mother, yeah, very much so, very much so. A that guy was cool. Character. And now um, he's a, now he's a nerd. And now he's that way, but with his judgy beliefs. Oh, that's always fun. So, uh, him and I so have he's... gotten into it because he's yelled at me for swearing. To which my response is always is it was basically I'm not a fucking child anymore. Don't talk to me like that. Yeah, blow so, me, Uncle Joseph Smith. Yeah, so, <laughs> uh, if they come, that could be Yikes. that could be interesting. I may have to curb some behaviors that I'm currently looking to let loose uh, with. Don't let these pussies change you, shuddy boy. I'm really uh, I'm really chatty today. I'm sorry, guys. I'm. Scaring this all over the fucking map. Well, hey, um, are you? Did you get some partying in at that Primus concert you went to? <sighs> that Primus fucking concert. By the that way, Chuddy, were you aware that Primus is the first concert I ever went to in my life? I was not. Are you I mean, a big Primus fan? I don't think it counts. But do you remember that band Sponge in the nineties? Yes. I went and saw them play. At a fucking Sam Goody at the Willowbrook Mall when I was a kid. And I think their drummer got sick, so the singer was just playing like a snare drum while he was singing. So that was technically the first live band I ever saw in my life, but the first concert was Primus, the Tales from the Punch Bowl tour at Roseland Ballroom in New York City. I, uh, I actually saw Sponge a few years ago. I think five years ago with lit and Everclear. Where did you get this time machine? <laughs> uh, they played in Bethlehem. Ah, that's where there the it is. Facebook. That's where the picture of me with the lead singer of Everclear came from. Was he that cool? I had. I had to engineer a session with him one time at Sirius and he was actually kind of cool. I liked him. So I might've already been a little oh, liquored boy. up. You shuddied him, didn't you? And no, I was just very (laughs) like we did a meet and greet. So it was a bunch of people like that's what it was through work. We had meet and greet, but it was like there were like 50 of us in a room and they were basically just walking down, shaking hands. And he was very polite, but he did not want to stand and chat with me as long as I tried to get him to. No, wait, come back. What does father of mine mean? Please, I want to talk about sparkle and fade. Get over here. (laughs) Like, (laughs) um. No, he was cool though. But so, how did you get roped into going to a Primus concert? 
I don't still more. actively listen to Primus. I don't hate Primus, <clears throat> but you know, they they were they were sort of like uh, in my phase of going from grunge towards metal. So Draven wanted to go, and my first was, response was, "I don't really like Primus. Doesn't Bradley want to go with you?" And he's like, "No, Brad doesn't want to go, and nobody else wants to go." I was like, "All right, I'll go with you." Because there are some the Primus songs that I have heard I like, like John the Fisherman, Jerry was a race car driver. My name is Mud. Welcome to this world. Winona's Big Brown Beaver. All those kick ass. I know those songs. So I was like, all right. And Draven swears he gave me all the information at the same time that he asked me to go. But it does not sound like something I would have agreed to if I knew exactly what I was agreeing to. Because it the tour is called A Farewell to Kings. Nope. A Tribute to Kings. Where they play Rush's A Farewell to Kings album oh. from start to finish. Do you like Rush? No. Oh, do you, Rush uh, your tool. Pick one. Uh, death. Oh, come on. You got to go one or the other. Then Rush. Yeah, because if you pick death, then you go to hell where it's nothing but a um, Rush tool dual headlining concert for all so, time. So uh, Primus played a 40 minute Primus, 40 minute or so set of Primus songs. Okay, that that's I cool. Did not know a single one. Oh, uh, it was all deep cuts. Yeah, uh, well, or newer stuff, or anything other than those three that I named. It was and, a concert the for the South Park thing. It was a theme. concert for the for the Boognishes. Yes, I was I was texting Boognish furiously from it, flipping out about how not much, how much, how little fun I was having. Oh God damn it! Your support made this happen. You enabled this. Um, <laughs> and then there was like a thirty minute intermission. And then they played the 40 minutes of Rush, which I wanted to kill myself. Did he make his voice sound like Geddy Lee? He did very well. Listen, it is not that they weren't, they aren't talented musicians. It is not for me. I don't want to hear songs that have five minutes of the same repetitive instrumentals over again. So uh, we on the Ellis show, we one time, I think we, we uh, narrowed it down and discovered that Primus would be the worst music possible to fuck to. <laughs> oh, no, maybe it was to get a lap dance to. I think the Seinfeld theme is the worst song to fuck to. Um, Can't keep a boner through that funky bass man, line. I like to see those power rankings. <laughs> <laughs> um. So they're very talented and I really, it was really cool to watch Les Playpool play bass in person. Like oh, he yeah. can, he is really good. I, it, the music just isn't for me and I didn't have fun until the encore when they played <laughs> my name is mud. And the first half of Jerry was a race car driver. What happened to the second half? They forgot it? They just, they just ended. <laughs> Boognish warned me. He's like, if they play it, they're only going to play half of it. And that's exactly what happened. Weird. 
Well, I mean, Primus is fucking weird. Bunch of weirdos. Uh, and the band that opened for them was a two-piece instrumental. Man. A like drummer, white stripes? A drummer and a guy playing bass and keyboard and hitting all kinds of different audio tracks to play. It, Did you get wasted? It wasn't good? It was not good. No, I wasn't wasted. I was super high, and I brought my pen in, and I was smoking throughout the entire thing, hoping that would help, but it just... No, not enough. I had so little fun every... Like, I felt how it feels to stand on your feet for four hours. It was awful. I was so miserable. Did Draven like it? Draven had so much fun. Well, that's cool. That yeah, you, you pulled a... You pulled and a... I enjoyed hanging out with Draven. Like, we went... It was at the casino here in Bethlehem. So, like, we went into the casino... Uh, that was his first time. He was not a fan. Did not even want to spin uh, spin the wheels on anything at all. No uh, roulette. Nope, nothing. But we got some drinks and then went to the show. It was fun. Well, you had a, you had a yeah. super dad moment. You did your thing. Uh, Sounds a lot cooler than what you and your mom have got going on. I mean, Star at least Wars celebration. Than the Star Wars convention. It was kind of dope. I mean, we we had, so I the first one I ever went to was in, I think in 2015, which was also in Anaheim, and I had been to just so many conventions. Like anytime a convention came up, I would go to it. Like, you know, San Diego, L.A., um, Kamikaze, WonderCon. I was just going to all of them, and they were sort of just bleeding together. And I was seeing the same booths and the same shit, and uh, I was just wearing thin. And then I went to that Star Wars celebration, and this is it's it is going to be a very super corny thing that Jeff's going to clown me for, but. Just the fact that everything was just one theme and seeing like little kids running around dressed as Jedi, like chasing each other with lightsabers. I was just like, ah, you know what? This, this has a, a different feel to it. This is kind of cool. Just everybody's passionate about just one thing here. Um, and so I was like, you know what? I'm going to make it a point to go to these when I can. And I went in 2017 when they did it in Orlando. And my mom was like, well, hey, if you're coming to Florida... Uh, I want to go. And I was like, all right, I'll, I'll, I'll get us four day passes. And we went all she took fucking you to four see days. The first, she took you to see Star Wars, right? In theaters, so. didn't, didn't, no. didn't you like, well, not like the Star original Wars came Star out in 77. No, I'm saying, didn't she take you to one of them though? Or am I, do I have that? Uh, am I misremembering this? Oh, okay. Well, she, she took me to see. When Probably they did when the, they were re-released in theaters, yep, right? Because that's yeah. when my parents took me to see it. When I was George Lucas we, fucking tink- tinkered with them and put CG bullshit in all of them? Yeah, we were too yeah. young for even Return of the Jedi. Yeah, they came I out in 83, right? the type of people to bring a, a one-and-a-half-year-old to see Return of the Jedi. Yeah. Yeah. But I thought she brought you to like your first viewing of it. That's, why, that's no. how I remembered it. No. My bad. But, I mean, she, my mom's kind of like me. We can just adapt to situations that we're not necessarily all that into and find something to enjoy. And she does that with the people watching. Like every, we would oh, yeah. be walking through the aisles and all of a sudden I just hear her start giggling. I'm like, what? And then I'll look over and see like some fat nerd and be like, Oh <laughs> yeah, I get it. She's just laughing at all the nerds. Yeah. Some cross dressing baby Yoda. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. It's, you know, it's, 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 I think, and even if you're not into any of that shit, 
going to conventions is its own vibe. Like I could see people not wanting to go to them all the time and go multiple days, but if you've never been to one and you go to one, it is it's interesting whether you're into it, the hype or not. You can just do what my mom does and just laugh at laugh at the nerds. Do you I there did will get, be a lot of them. I did get I did get recognized, which was kind of cool. It's really? so weird. The only time I ever get recognized out in public really is when I'm with my mom. When I, they I, ask when, you So these obviously you pay these people. Well, I mean, it only happens when your mom's in town. I did I did make that joke at Korean barbecue I think last night, but it's it is it is weird. It happens a lot in Florida. And then it happened here. It's happened twice when I'm out on dates, which is the coolest fucking thing in the world. Absolutely. I've I've yet what to it, be recognized when I'm out with Carl. Was so I'm, not, person, I'm not so sure she believes me that it actually happens sometimes. The only time I get recognized is when I'm latched to your coattails at Ellis Mania. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's the only time I get public recognition for this podcast. <laughs> what well, was uh, the person who ran into you? Were they cool? Like, did you? Oh yeah. Did you like take a uh, photo with them or something? Instagram yeah. with them? Yeah, he's Melvin super cool. Doesn't count. He's a uh, he's an Ellis fam and Puminati. Oh, nice. Dude. Yeah. Are you gonna shout him out? I forgot. Would it be name. weird? You I'm don't want to blow up his Star Wars? <laughs> I forgot Bubble. his name. I was. Oh. It was so hectic. Like he he said his name real quick, and I didn't catch it, and I feel like a, a total dick. So I'm sorry, dude. Well, sorry to walk you into that bomb. I'm fucking. Uh, everybody knows I'm bad with names, and I have a memory of a goddamn fruit fly. I'm sure he'll remind you in a voicemail that we'll listen to in 2023. Yeah, dude, you have every right to just fucking eviscerate me. So go for it. But he's he was super cool. Very very nice guy. Um, if you're not a member of the Patreon, join the Patreon just to eviscerate, to immediately close it and eviscerate Kevin. No, he said he said he's Puminati Extreme Elite. <laughs> oh, so he can definitely right. drop some bombs on us on Patreon for sure. Yeah, his exit survey. We know who he's going to blame for that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck! <laughs> but yeah, I, I know. I know. My mom gets super pumped when stuff like that happens. So that same rationale that you have about going to conventions that could be applied to sports games. Would you have any interest in a baseball game or a football game? Done it. Been there. I, yeah, you know right. what? You know what? You know what? I think you guys need to go to a sporting event uh, for the Patreon. Yeah. For discuss. the you guys go do good. You you give Kevin a sporting event experience and then discuss it. I mean, and see how your experience is differed i'll do it let's go, I'll go. giants dodgers game wearing giants gear at dodger stadium what's that we'll get mean? into a fist fight oh it means people... we'll probably get beaten up by a bunch of mexicans oh we'll get murdered right uh yeah one of us i don't one know if i make it out probably you because you're faster i don't know if i ever told you this jeff but i'm not very good at fighting <laughs> <laughs> i'm not i'm not very good at preventing to get murdered so I don't <laughs> yeah because you're do very that. good at talking shit <laughs> man you're um Talking mad shit at Korean barbecue. That was hysterical. Yeah. Just I came get, trying to get my mom all riled up. I came to uh dinner last night a little high. I was talking shit early on and continued what were you talking shit about. I I, I, just, I don't know. We're just He kept taunting my mom talk. over uh, Tom Cruise. Oh yeah. Yeah. I kept <laughs> trying to sell her on Tom Cruise. 
we found out that she's a huge Mel Gibson fan, loves Braveheart, loves Lethal Weapon. I grilled her on Conspiracy Theory, Ransom. She didn't remember those two movies. Loves Robert Downey Jr., but not a big Tom Cruise fan. But, uh, yeah, no, I was, it was, I was talking a little bit of shit, but I thought we hit it off well. I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe she hates me. It feels like she hates me, actually. I'm not very good with first impressions. How many times did she use his, his nickname? That she called. <laughs> oh, like yeah, there right was when, no Duke. Right when we walked in and saw Jeff, she was like Dookie boy. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. That's not accurate. <laughs> Helen didn't do that to me. Well, we saw Dusty. Yeah, got to hang with Dustin. Dustin's Dustin's doing good. Just finished that movie, uh, stealing jokes. So keep an eye out for that when it comes out. I know he said they just wrapped, but they're trying to get that movie out quick. And Is he ever going to come hang out with us again? Of course, yeah. He's now down kind of like in the the South Bay area now. So it's going to be a little yeah. bit of a hike, but he'll he'll come up and hang. He's um the it's I, I think that movie's going to be his his like biggest role yet. So Nice, dude. I know well, that's going to come on with the girl from Fuck yeah. Uh West Side Story, right? Oh yeah, I think so. I think we, I think, I think you discovered that when we were looking at the IMDb page for it. The lead actress? Yeah. No, it's not oh, the man. lead. It's the, it's the lady that got, I think, best supporting. O- yeah, Oscar. best supporting actress, Ariana DeBose. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, I mean that's basically been it. We've just been eating. She's gonna be Calypso in Craven the Hunter, also. Well, that's kind of sick. Oh, what we did do. Yesterday, uh, book Sages. ending. But you son of a bitch, you book ending Korean barbecue. Is we started diving into Stranger Things. Oh yeah, I'm only episode uh, through episode one of that one or of that uh, show. So and I got a, I got I watched the first. We watched the first three, and Shuddy, you watched, watched the, the first, first five. So we're yeah we're all over the place. But Jeff and I were talking about this at Korean barbecue last night. Stranger Things, like, Stranger Things is fucking elite television. And I feel like that point gets lost in all of the hype. Because it's very hyped, it's very inescapable. Right when it came out, the hype train just fucking picked it up immediately. And it is, it is, and they take such big breaks between seasons that it sometimes is hard to forget just how hard that show slaps the fucking mouth off your face. I mean, at least at least as far as I'm concerned, because it's I feel like I'm mathematically perfect for Stranger Things, being that I grew up in the 80s and I love horror, and that show just it is kind of shuddy, member berries ish, but it's still just I don't know I I every time a new season comes out, I binge the fuck out of it, and I'm just like, God, fuck yeah, this show is awesome. Like the music in it is perfect. The, the camaraderie and the, the dynamics between the kids is awesome. It's cast perfectly. It's got its funny moments. It's got its scary moments. It's got its serious moments. It's got its plot twists. It's got cool monsters. And so far in season four, it seemed like it, it did a lot of world building and catching up and bridging what happens between season three and season four before it really dives in and shows you what the focus of the season is. But... Oh man, am I on board with that fucking bad guy? It's like you guys do know that it's a two-part season four. 
Yes. So I did look into that, and I saw that the first seven episodes are out, and then in July they're putting out a few more. July 1st, nine more. Nine more? Oh. I think. Oh, that would be awesome. I know I they only have two. They only have two listed. Oh, then maybe it's only two. I don't know yeah, if it's Yeah, I think two. it's nine in the season, and Sorry. it's seven originally uh, and two later. That's what I thought. But they're okay, long. Well, the episodes are long. Sense. They're over, most of them are over around an hour 15 or more. Yeah. Yeah, they're like little movies. And dude, I'm, I'm so in on, like the, the first season or whatever they, they you know, they, they lean heavily into the D&D stuff. So the, the bad guy in their D&D campaign was the Demogorgon. And then the Demogorgon just turns out to be the villain in this supernatural horror show that's happening to them. And they kind of do that again this season, which... It's it's a yeah we kind of have to suspend your disbelief a lot to oh so they're doing a whole new D and D campaign and the bad guy of that is the new bad guy of this season, but it's it's so cool I'm I'm willing to take that leap it's like sure I don't give a fuck about how crowbarred in that was give me this guy he's like he's like if you combine Freddy Krueger with Hellraiser Pinhead from Hellraiser and made him look like a Swamp Thing zombie. It's fucking sick. It's just, it's a similar thing as what we're talking about in the Easter egg. How like you know the top Top Gun Maverick followed the uh, 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 the Top Gun formula in a lot of ways, and how they got there in certain things maybe wasn't as organic as like great storytelling might be, but it was still good enough to get us there, and everything around it was awesome. Yeah, so that's kind of like the Stranger Things thing, and yeah, as we were talking about last night is. Kind of like so much time elapsed in between seasons, and also like like it's nine episodes this season, right? But they don't come out every week; they just spit them all out. Well, I guess this season's a little bit differently. So, I mean, I mostly binge it in like a couple of days, and then it's gone for a few years. Yeah, and like when I think about like shows that I love or shows that I would recommend to people, I very rarely bring that up. And then when it comes on, it's like, you know what? That is actually one of my favorite shows ever. I yeah, actually do love that it's show. It's so in the the pop culture zeitgeist at this stage that it, who are you going to recommend it to that's Good going point. to enjoy watching it that isn't watching it? Yeah. Like, who's going to be like, can you recommend something? And you're going to be like Stranger Things. And they're going to be like, what's that? <laughs> Yeah, no one, no one's like, yeah, yeah. I actually haven't heard good things about it. No one says that. Yeah, it's it's tough to like rock Stranger Things merch. It's like, oh, really? You like Stranger Things? Hot take. <laughs> <laughs> like, I like to rock, you know, merch from obscure death metal bands. Does that say Gryffindor on it? No, it says Coffin Feeder. Gryffindor. Gryffindor. Isn't that like a half eagle, half lion? <laughs> <laughs> is that a door that's made out of a, a an eagle monster no I, I, I thought we were playing Dungeons and Dragons once and fucking Alex busted out a griffin door and it was like half eagle half lion am I thinking of something else obviously I shorten it up What's a little a half- bit so you're thinking of a griffin so you're yeah. not wrong Gryffindor is one of the houses in Harry Potter so I was trying to dunk on Kevin uh, because it looked like his shirt said Gryffindor, but then you've 
made yeah. it impossible not to for us both not to dunk on you. I got in the way of that. that, <laughs> yeah. fucking, that I took that bullet for Kevin. You're welcome, Kevin. Yeah, I appreciate that. You're like my you're like my my secret service. You're his Kevin Costner. <laughs> Jumping in front of Shuddy's attacks. Yeah, just fucking throw me in front of the bullets. <laughs> um I like I like Paul Reiser being in it. He's fucking awesome in it. Wait, does he um, make an appearance in episode one? No. <laughs> He's not in until like two, right? Right. I was going to say, because I don't remember seeing him. I watched last night a little buzz. I got to re. So. I'm going to start, like, when this is over, I'm starting from the beginning. I thought this was the final season, but they're doing, there's a fifth one coming? They're doing another one? I thought this was also the final season. Yeah, apparently there's going to be a fifth, I guess. That's probably too much. I mean, they're going to be I mean, 40 when that comes out. We'll see how it happens. Like, we'll see how they land this plan, I guess. But I don't know. Like, like, I, I wouldn't expect there to be a lot of um, like longevity to the storyline, but they keep adding different layers onto it. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Like I mean, the, uh, I saw um, during the six-month pandemic hiatus, we outlined season five and pitched it to Netflix. Yeah, it so was announced on quote. February 17th of this year. So, Oh, wow. And I guess there's also there might be a spinoff series as well. But, yeah, yes. I mean, these kids are starting to look fucking a little doofy. Uh, like, Will looks like um, he made a wish on a Zoltar machine. And it kept his bowl cut and his shirt and pants size. And now he's just string beaned out of it. Like they, The, um... Damn it. Jeff's not there yet, so I can't say something that Sharon and I find a little strange. Hmm. No, I, I can say it. it's not that big of a spoiler. I, I don't know that anything. There just seems to be a lot of sexual tension between Will and Mike this season. Hmm. Yeah, I I, I've, heard, I've heard stuff like that is going on with Will. Will's starting to bat on the uh, other side of the plate. <laughs> spoiler actually i don't even know if that's true i haven't watched that far but i'm interested i'm excited to catch up i think we should pencil in a deep dive review or a deeper review with spoilers next week and, yeah for the easter egg. Uh, put it in the easter egg yep. i'm gonna try i'll try i'll try and get there i mean oh yeah I got, you got a bunch of family stuff bunch of but dinners. i got i do have sunday of next week for free I could I could just binge the last four episodes if I don't. I, f- I have a feeling because like everybody in the household is is hyped for it and wants to watch more. So I I can be there. I think I can be there by next week. Is Carl as into it as you are? Can she is she gonna be along for the ride? I don't think she was at first. It was kind of like all right, sure, yeah, throw on Stranger Things. But then like as Grabbed the episode you. ended last night, she's like, play another one. <laughs> And I was like, I'm fucking tired. I'm not making it through another one. Uh, she call you a pussy? She should have, but no. Um, so, Shuddy, being that you are you only have two episodes left. Correct, which we should finish this evening. Does does it, like, I, like as far as the first three, fucking loved them. I'm so in on this season. Does it, does the, do the next two episodes stay good? So, I'm going to, I have never truly loved stranger things. I like it and I like watching it 
with Sharon and Michaela because they love it. Um, it's all right. It's good. It's fun. I like all the 80s, you know, member berries uh, a lot. Um, I mean, the kills are gruesome by this fucking bad guy. Yeah, that is fucking gnarly. <laughs> that is gnarly. And I, I kind of really like that Eddie kid. Hmm. Yeah, the the, the, really the Hesher like, that's into the D and D dungeon master. I and I really like the uh, design of their Hellfire Club T shirts. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. I was, when I was at the mall today, one of the stores ha- was selling Hellfire Club hoodies. Oh, I knew I knew they were going to jump on that merch immediately. But we should do a parody shirt and and call it like the Pooh Fire Club. And then there's like <clears throat> Leonard the Weed Pickle and a couple of turds on the side. Is it licensed apparel or merchandise for or buy, buy Stranger Things by the Yeah, the it was at a store called Hot Topic Lunch, I think, or Lunch Bag. I don't Spencer's Gift. Hot, hot Box topic. Lunch is what the store is called. Uh, and so it just sells all officially licensed items at an exorbitant prices. I was wondering if we could just like steal the Hellfire club idea and just make the apparel but yeah I guess well we can licensed. because the hellfire club is also i don't marvel has a hellfire club yeah oh all right cool so i feel like hellfire club might be something that's in the public if, domain everyone can land grab as long hellfire as the club. as long as the club called hellfire club is different in its reach then so we couldn't be uh, a gang of evil mutants, and we couldn't play Dungeons and Dragons. But if we did something else, we could be the Hellfire Club. Poop and weed. Yep. I mean, we do Dun- Dungeons and Dragons as well. It is kind of bummer that that's closed. On those episodes, closed. we'll just call ourselves the Poop Fire Club. <laughs> there it is. There's a workaround. Yep. We're going to do that. Skirting those copyright laws. Um. Well, let's... Get into a few voicemails. Yay! We did not get to these last week. But. <laughs> or the week before. Or the, yeah, the week before that, or the week before that. But, uh. Oh, shit. Yep. This mountain just keeps getting bigger. We are fucked. Hey, I think this COVID thing is real bad. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Oops. I think, I think this is where we left off. Let's try this one. Leave these from the capital. To an old episode, and it was the random brain question about uh, getting sick with farts, which unfortunately I don't know. But Kevin had said, What about cum? And I can, in fact, confirm cum can spread illness. Oh, oh, so farting spreading diseases. Like, uh, you know, obviously, if I sneeze or cough at you and I'm sick, I could potentially get you sick. But if I'm sick and I farted in your mouth, hmm? Pyro cannot confirm nor deny that hypothesis. But he can confirm that cum will get you sick. So, like, if you if if you exchange fluids with someone who tested positive for for COVID, you could possibly also get COVID that way. Well, he doesn't say what illness. Um, so it is kind of vague. Like STDs are transferred through. Yeah, um, that's common. So, yeah. I mean, or is he talking like a common cold, like the flu? Well, I, I just Googled one of these guys that Jeff blows 
has the flu is Jeff coming down with the influenza virus. Yeah, and monkeypox. So I found, I Googled it, and it says there's currently no evidence that COVID-19 is transmitted through semen or vaginal fluids, but the virus has been detected in semen. So I guess your cum can have the virus in it, but it won't necessarily spread it to somebody who eats it or accepts it into one of their holes. <laughs> okay, I, like that you, I like that you have eat it separately from that other thing, which would have encompassed that, but you I wanted you're to right. focus like they're, they're specifically sitting down to chomp on, like with a spoon, like chomp, chomp. Yeah, come of wheat. <laughs> All right, here is another voicemail. Bad scientist party hour. What's up, my homies? Hey, so I got a hijacked snack attack for you. Um, I'm wondering if you guys have ever heard of the Whirly Pop stove top popcorn machine. Um, I bought this for my daughter, my eight-year-old daughter, for Christmas this year, this last year. And I tell you what, I am blown away by this fucking thing. Uh, coconut oil is your friend. I love it. Butter-flavored coconut oil. Kevin, I don't know. You probably fucked this up because you are not the best cook in the world. And even just hot oil and popcorn kernels, I'm sure you could probably fuck that up. Yes. But Jeffy Cake, I have a gas range at my place. Uh, I've heard that you have a gas range at your place. That is the way to cook this shit. I'm telling you, three teaspoons, coconut oil, half a cup of popcorn kernels, and this is like movie theater popcorn. Fucking outstanding. Anyways, I'm drunk and stoned, and I'm rambling on about popcorn, but I love you guys. The only fucking podcast I listen to anymore. Shutty boy, you are the fucking man. Right, man. Uh, Jeff, every time I talk to my dog or do the Jeff voice, because he's a fucking moron too. And uh, Kevin, um, I'm kind of a pussy, but I love you anyway. So, bad sinus party hour. Love. Oh, he cut himself off. This whirly pop thing looks fucking awesome. It I does. like how he indiscriminately shit on all three of us. Yeah, that feels fair. So I used to make popcorn in like just stovetop, just heat it up in a pan with some oil. And I stopped doing that when I almost burned my parents' house down. That's probably a good place to stop. And that is gonna... not that is not hyperbole. That is not I the the boys were little. I don't even think Bradley was born yet. So Draven was like three or three or four, and I was making popcorn in a pan with oil and the oil caught fire in the pan. Jesus Christ. We're using motor oil. I had the stove up too high and wasn't paying attention. And then I proceeded to take the pan and start waving it around. Oh, so that's burning myself and dropping it flaming on the linoleum in the kitchen. So until my parents redid the floor in the, the kitchen, there was a, circular burn spot in the linoleum uh and that is the last time other than jiffy pop i've ever made popcorn on the stove 
Man, I wish we had the budget to hire like an animator to just animate that whole thing from start to finish. Of Shuddy Boy Dude. trying to make popcorn and then catching on fire. And then and his Draven solution to that is... being to wave it around and spray the burning oil all over the place. Well, the oil did, luckily, the oil didn't spray all over the place. But the flame did engulf my arm at one point, which is what <laughs> caused me to drop the... Oh, God! To drop the pad to my father, screaming at me, telling me I was acting like a moron, basically. Got him on uh, fire. And it traumatized Draven. It's... He was just old enough where it is still a memory he has. Uh, because every now and then when making popcorn on the stove gets brought up, he's like, remember when you almost burned the house down? Jesus Christ, Shuddy. Did, is this going to be thrown in your face in your road trip to Savannah? <laughs> I should try and make popcorn on the stove in this Verbo house that we, my parents rented for all of us. I wonder how that would go over if I just got a, a pot and some cooking oil out and threw it on. Well, the it's free shipping. This Whirly Pop, uh, Whirly Pop popcorn maker is free shipping over fifty dollars, and you can probably just send it to the wherever the location that you're staying at, and I don't know, foist some homemade stovetop popcorn on them. Right? Doesn't don't they make this on the stove or no? Yeah, he said yeah, a gas is, range. Yeah. Yeah, this it looks cool though. You just turn a handle and it spins the popcorn so you don't have to shake the the pan. Oh Helen's peeking. I see her. She was just peeking out the <laughs> she just poked her head out. Um, I warned her. <laughs> I uh, I had I had uh, I got some popcorn at the movie theater when I saw Top Gun. I'm lukewarm on movie theater popcorn. Like it's pretty good. It's just something I get like once a year. But I, I've been never, really into that. Is one of your worst food takes ever. This is the only reason I got popcorn was because I couldn't get nachos. I did it begrudgingly, and I didn't enjoy. Well, granted, any of the, AMC the two and a half hours I spent shoveling it down my throat. AMC because does I, have garbage I, popcorn, but it, I don't think it was that bad. But there were times that I literally was like, "I'm not even hungry. I'm just sitting there throwing popcorn in my mouth." That I had they, to put it down on the floor in the pile of popcorn that I spilled. The AMC uh, gourmet fifty fifty popcorn, I think, is fucking delicious. It's like half cheese popcorn, half caramel. I think. I think that's bomb. I've also been really into like Chicago corn or spicy Chicago corn lately at this local spot by me. Um, it comes in a bag though. And I don't know, like I feel strong enough about like um, smart food popcorn and just like bagged popcorn where I wouldn't want to spend any more money on one of these whirly pop shop things, even though that guy gave a glowing review of it. And I'm sure it is awesome. I don't think I need another 40 to $70 specialty Cooked item appliance. of cookware in the house, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I brought a, an electric frying pan into the house a couple weeks ago, and that seemed to go over okay. Damn. And you have an air fryer? Mm-hmm. All right. So because so I got the like the uh, the electric one, a square one, uh, because I've been doing Italian chicken cutlets. Uh, nice, dude. And I needed the appropriate tool to do them. Does it fry? Like, does it taste just like yeah, know, regular fried food? 
Yeah, so our stove is a little a little uneven. So when you put oil in a pan, it all goes to one side. Gotcha. So using this made it infinitely easier and I make some bomb ass chicken cutlets. I believe Damn. you. I love chicken cutlet sandwiches. <laughs> Possibly my favorite hero. All right, let's let's squeeze Ooh. in another another voicemail. No hero. Hey, what up, MSPH? I got a, uh, this is Sean, by the way. Uh, I got a, would Jeff suck a dick question? Bringing back to old school. Uh, I'm sitting in the forest, high as fuck, just chilling. And for some reason, I got this fucked up thought because, you know, I'm a MSPH fan. Would Jeff rather suck a dick or fuck a hole in a tree? (laughs) <laughs> I mean, it, it's a dick-sized hole, but it has, you know, bark right around it and stuff. It's, it's going to fuck up his dick to completion. Uh, so would he rather suck a dick or fuck a rough-ass tree bark hole to completion? Or would he oh. rather suck that smooth-ass dick? <laughs> Whoa. All right, later y'all. <laughs> wow. Um I think I'll take the jagged edged uh tree hole. I mean he said I'd fuck it till completion, so yeah. apparently I'm gonna be able to get off. Yep. And um uh I mean it's not it's not like an animal, it's not a leave living breathing thing, so I can rationalize it a little bit better. Uh so yeah, I don't think I'm. I don't think I'm gonna risk it, uh, or excuse me, I don't think I'm gonna suck that dick. I think I'm gonna just gonna risk it with the, the tree hole and mangle your penis. Perhaps. I mean, my my penis would have seen better days for sure. But I think all in all, um, I'll be better for it. My penis will rebound. Oh, it'll it'll come back. So you think? Or, yeah. Recover. Hope. Yeah. All right. Let's yeah. do one more. Yeah. Uh oh. I saw yeah, the text. So I was actually calling to inquire on the uh, poo poo and pee pee bong uh, for Shuddy. I wanted to know hypothetically if you guys got him to do it, wh- what order would he fill the bong? So would he pee in it and then poop to kind of soften the turd from going into the bottle or the bong? Or would he poop in it and then pee on the turd? I, I just wondering. Thanks, guys. I mean, <laughs> I was I kn- just wondering. <laughs> I know you hate the subject, Shuddy, but that's that's a very very important question. He brings up a lot of good points. Uh, there's no way that e- either way is all is terrible. See, me personally, I would probably pee in the bong first and then poop in it, and hope that like my pee getting on the sides of the bong will act like a water slide for the turd. And help it to go so down and not do stick and streak. Use the pee to rinse the poo uh, particles down. Yes, I think that would be the way to go. You think lubricating it with urine is the instead of using it as a cleanser? Yeah, to reference, you know, South Park, you know, for for the uh, the lumberjacks out there that like to poop first and then stand up and and pee and saw the log in half with their pee. I don't know. Have you ever done that? 
Uh, when I did construction, yeah. It's well, a good. Well, it's a good porta potty move. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Uh, but I feel like if 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 your poo is so like gooey that it's sticking to the side of a glass bong, you trying to this. pee it down isn't going to have enough. I don't think there's going to be enough to really get it all but down. Do you think you're going to lubricate it enough to have? Yeah. Any effect? I think so. I could be wrong, but that would be my strategy. So you're gonna you're gonna poop first and then pee. That was my initial thought. I, I, <laughs> that was my gut reaction, yes. Plus, I also want, when I poop in a bong, I want to hear the doink when the, when the poo falls in. Man. Oh, I well done this. on that voicemail, guys. I have nothing to add. <laughs> uh, this is terrible. Yeah, so... Do one I'm, more. I'm, re, I'm getting to, like, Shuddy's level of discomfort with that topic, to be honest. And right, it's almost right. like a shield away from your Oscar punishment. Listen, that that voicemail was probably from five months ago when that was still a hot topic of conversation. So. No, that was about a month ago in the end of April. <laughs> uh, Shuddy, just to think that it was five months ago so yeah. you feel better about it. All right, just for Shuddy's sake, we won't go out on a uh, a poo-poo pee-pee bong voicemail. We'll do one more. Bad scientist party hour. This is Taylor from Michigan. I've called a couple times with just random information for you guys. Um, I know you guys have been talking about motorcycles. Shuddy, if you plan on getting a bike or are thinking about it, why not take a motorcycle safety course? It helps uh, lower your insurance. It uh, also can help be the driving part of a motorcycle bet. And not only that, they'll teach everything, all the rules, safety tips, and that type of thing, and plus give you a little bit of riding experience and how to corner and that type of thing. If you do decide to get a bike, I highly suggest getting a used one, an older one. You can find one. I recommend getting a tricycle. For, you know, a good bike for 1500 bucks or two grand. I'm not sure your market. Uh, personally, I've been riding for 10 plus years and I actually raced their bike. Uh, something that you guys also might want to look at as Supercross and the Outdoor Series on Peacock. If you're already paying for it anyway, you might as well watch. Uh, not to be a dick, but um, I think it's a pretty safe assumption I will not be watching Supercross. <laughs> uh, some of the racing might be something for you to look at, Jeff. I know you're mainly the sports guy, but it's like NASCAR, but way better because there's jumps and that type of thing. Um, love the content. Hopefully, I'm getting a new job soon, which means I'll be able to subscribe to Patreon because I'll actually have uh, work time where no one's going to bother me and I'll be able to listen to it. Uh, otherwise, yeah. I don't have enough time on my drive home for more than the one podcast and the Ellis show. Uh, hope you guys have a great day. Bye. There I hope you, go, you have Shane. a nice day as well, sir. Well, personally, I do enjoy Supercross. Always have. Not, I don't watch it or anything. I just like watching dirt bikes jump. To uh, One of my favorite movies as a kid was a movie called Winners Take All, which was a Supercross movie. Sort of in the same vein as Rad, but with dirt bikes instead of BMX bikes. I've never even heard of that, I don't think. Uh, it's, it's one I'm going to get Dom to do on... Uh, what the fuck did I just watch? 
I think, now that I think about it. I'm writing that. Nope, Dom is going to hear this, and he's going to write the note because he's the organized one. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Wait, uh, you're going to get him to watch Winner Takes All? Winners Take All, yeah. Winners Take All. Every now and then he lets me pick a movie. And that's, that where, you're gonna that burn, that's where you're going to burn your selection it. on, huh? Winners Take All? I own it on DVD. From 1987 with Don Michael Paul, Kathleen York, and Robert Krantz. Oh, no, that's a good cast. Yeah. Star-studded. <laughs> um, there is... Uh, you would recognize the one guy in it. Um, Peter DeLuise? On, what'd you say? Peter DeLuise? Yes. That's the one. Yep. Yeah, well. Which I didn't even know that he was uh, a DeLuise. Well, uh, shout out to you and Dom for, for taking that, that one on the chin, because, yeah, I, I will not be watching that either. So, wait. Have you you've oh. completely taken the motorcycle idea off the table, right? That's yes. not a thing anymore. As of right now, the motorcycle idea is off the table. However, he's not the first person to reach out to me about taking a safety training course. That was always the plan because if you get the permit and then take the state motorcycle safety course, you get your license immediately. So that was always the plan. So I learned how to ride a motorcycle and then I have my motorcycles license before I was ever going to purchase any kind of motorcycle. That was the plan. Yeah. I just wasn't talking about all the boring stuff with you guys, but the, yes, I, cause my father was going to do that and then COVID hit. So that got put on the back burner. Yeah. So for now, Shuddy boy's just going to stick through his rollerblades. Yep. My inline <laughs> skates, Kevin. All right, well, thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you for supporting Mad Scientist Party Hour. If you would like to hear more, by the way, fucking Crafter Jeff is back with a vengeance. First oh, yeah. episode came out last Mixed week. Mixed reviews of it on Patreon, though. Mixed reviews. Of what, on Crafter Jeff or Master Chef? No, Crafter Jeff. I was making a joke. It's been rave reviews. I was. It's been rave. They've been rave. I got nervous. I was like, wait a second. I <laughs> yeah, I was like, wait a second. It. Yeah, I, I looked at the comments recently, and everybody was pumped. Where, where are you seeing this shit? <laughs> oh no. Yeah, everybody's stoked. It's on the five dollar tier, along with the uh, the bonus podcast that we do every week, and then the ten dollar tier's got all the extra shows like uh, Snack Attack, Kevin's Nerd Hole, What the Fuck Did I Just Watch, um, Supermarket Queefs, Queef or No Queef. Uh, I'm glad that everybody also enjoyed Mark and Dom's rap song about the legend of Boggy Creek. Oh, how could you not? That was a fucking masterpiece. (laughs) A banger. Yeah. (laughs) So check it out. Patreon.com slash Mad Scientist Party Hour. Again, if you want to hear our spoilery 40-minute review of Top Gun Maverick, it's in the Easter egg. You can only get that on the audio podcast. Plays after the end theme song. So check that out if you're only watching on YouTube. And if you're not watching on YouTube, you can subscribe to us there, youtube.com slash madscientistpartyhour. And you can also follow us on Instagram. I'm at Kevin Craft. At Shuddyboy. At Jeffro Records. And at MSPH Podcast. Shuddyboy, you got on uh, going to any upcoming Primus concerts you want to tell anybody about? No, no, I'm not following them on the rest of their A Tribute to Kings tour. I'll just be, like I said, in Savannah from Wednesday through Sunday morning. Yeah, so if you Anybody's want to go get drunk with Shuddy Boy and his Mormon uncle. To save, <laughs> save me from my family. 
Yeah, look out for a shuddy wandering down the street with a fucking red cup. <laughs> uh, yeah. And? Some powder on my mustache. Shit. Oh, going hard in Savannah. Oh, it's just from a beignet. It's powdered sugar. <laughs> sure. All right, everybody. Thank you for listening. And until next time, something. Chickity check. Poopity poops. Hey. Hey. Oh, boy. Oops. The camera lid. My camera lid. Oh, fuck. And the fucking... Fuck, fuck. Fucking camera. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Abort, abort. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. My fucking hair. Hey, you look like a little soy boy. I kind of like it. What's wrong with it? Are we really jumping right in? What do you mean? Oh, no. Sorry. I was on the YouTube page, so the theme song was playing. <laughs> I was like, oh, we're just, we're just jump, diving fucking right in. Diving in cold. Now we have we have a major thing to discuss before we dive into the main episode. I know. I thought uh, I thought that was the plan. I was hoping one day. I told you guys this via text message, but I'm hoping one day the Easter egg could be longer than the main episode. And today we could possibly get there. Not saying we have to. I mean, that's a weird goal. Fine. Na, 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 na. I mean, <laughs> some people watch the show on YouTube and they'll be like, wait a second, a 30 minute show? What the fuck is this shit? That's true. What do you think the Venn diagram, though, looks like of MSPH viewers compared to like MSPH listeners? Well, that, I mean, it's. I've seen the numbers, so I know. <laughs> Well, I'm saying, like, how many of the, the viewers don't listen, I wonder, is, is kind of what I'm getting at. Like, I feel like most people who, who watch also listen or would, would notice there being a difference between the audio upload and the, and the video upload. I don't know. Either way, we don't have to do it. I, uh, I am interested, though, in how you guys want to tackle this. Shuddy, do you want to take the shaft? Kevin, you take the balls, and I'll give TC a good old Jeff Clark rim job, or how are we going to tackle this top ten review? <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, he truly, truly is the last American movie star. Uh, he, uh, uh, I don't I mean, even was, know where to begin. There's it, a great it, cast. A lot of, a lot of. So wait a second. Are we, this. are we, are we doing Plain School Two in the Easter Egg and not in the main episode? Oh yeah, I can't. I don't want to spoil it for anyone. I want to make sure that everyone has a chance to watch it before they listen to our commentary so they can draw their own opinions. You fucking right? I don't want... ridiculous poo heads. Yeah, I, I, there, there's no way we can talk about this without spoilers. There's, there's none. I yeah. just, there's too much. There's too yeah. much to unpack. 
in, in to to do this movie the justice it deserves. Yeah, one oh, of well, the only criticism that I have for, or one of like two criticisms I have for, is, is kind of a spoiler. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Is that I'm still not sitting here watch or watching it at the AMC theater. That is one of the criticisms yes. I have. I had all right. Well, shit. Few, let's get into Plain School too, then. I suppose. I had a few random people. I'm on the balls, right? In the movie. Say it again. I'm on ball duty. <laughs> yes. Yeah, you're okay, on ball okay. duty. I'm, I've got the I'm, shaft. I'm gotcha, doing gotcha. the Remy. All right. <laughs> eel, 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 eel. But I had a few random people hit me up that aren't even that into movies that are that were like that. Did you see Top Gun? It was one of the greatest movies ever made. Uh, and so I don't, I don't know if that means more because they're not into movies or because the. Um, but I, I, I thought that mostly everyone who watched it loved it. Ginger told said that it was very good. Um, and sadly. I was at a stage where I could not trust his words when it came to cinema after he said the lost city was good. Uh, so I went into it a little reserved, but, <laughs> uh, and the AMC fucking dicked me, dicked me right in the ass before the movie even started. Ouch. I pre-ordered nachos using my AMC rewards, total first world problem. And really, an old man thing to complain about walk up and they're like, we're out of nachos. Is there anything else you would like? Yeah. Nachos, uh, pretzel bites. Oh, well the oven doesn't work. Is there anything else you would like? What do you have popcorn or candy? I was like, no, just refund it. And they're like, well, we can't refund your points. So I ended up getting a large popcorn and I was sitting in my seat for maybe a minute to a minute and a half before I had some fucking, I don't know what the hell happened. I had like a fucking convulsion, just a, a muscle spasm, like my leg, my leg twitched and I dumped half the bucket of popcorn on the floor. Dude, someone too. Shutty, shutty, shutty. Literally, you shut I mean, your popcorn. Yeah, it looked like they dumped their whole popcorn on the ground. Same thing happened in my movie theater. I was so embarrassed. And then I was like, okay, the movie's like, lights are down, trailers are starting. It's fine. And then like six people decided that they were, that was when they were coming in. And they all walked past, crunching through the popcorn in front of me <laughs> as I'm sitting there. You should have shushed a them. Half empty tub of popcorn. It was embarrassing. Wow. So you lessened the Top Gun experience for the people in the theater. So, yeah, like it was off to a rocky start. But, <laughs> uh, but as soon as that opening montage hit, all of what? my cares meow, went away. Meow, 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 Did you guys meow, get meow, a, meow. Uh, a pre-movie message from Tom Cruise? Did you guys see that? No. I got a pre-movie message from Val Kilmer. What? Yeah, because... I went, you guys went dumpster diving at the AMC. I put my pinky up and went to the Alamo Draft House. Okay. And, okay, so this is going to jump right into uh, spoilery territory, but, and skipping ahead in the review, but they, they made Iceman have, you know, clearly some form of cancer in this, and he had to type everything like he's fucking Stephen Hawking. And then spoke some words but they were all like shitty and raspy 
he was talking perfectly fine in this PSA. And I remember hearing that, you know, because of the actual real life throat cancer of Val Kilmer, that he can't really act anymore and his voice is all fried. But he was like, it was like a, it was like a goofy PSA he did for Alamo Drafthouse about not talking through the movie. And he was like, okay, so you want me to talk about not talking? What about if I just don't talk? And then that gets the point across and you guys can dub something in over me. He's like, okay, here we go, here we go. And he just stands there like this and shoots the camera look and then he starts going like, like moving his mouth really quick, like he's talking. And then it ends, huh. he's like, was that good? And he sounded fine, he looked good. I was like, fuck. Could can- it be old? And it might just, be. And they just, they brought it out specifically for this occasion. I wonder. I was thinking that, but I don't know. He looked good. I mean, did you see the Val documentary? No. He is not good. I know. <laughs> I know. So. I, I can't even bring myself to watch it because it's going to bum me out too much. Yeah, your review of it kind of bummed me out. Not review like of what? It was a bummer review. Oh, uh, Shuddy's Shuddy review. talked about the Val documentary when... Uh, but it was se- kind of sad. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what, not that I gave it a bad review, but I, I got what you mean, Jeff. Yeah. So before the AMC, I went to see it at AMC as well. And I think I'm my AMC s- theater fucking rules. I, I mean, I'm so guess- sick of that Nicole Kidman thing. Oh, my I, God. I was, so I was just about to say, I feel like her and Tom Cruise should get back together. They're both freakishly <laughs> good looking for their age. Like, it's a power couple still. They're both kind of back on top. Who is she with? Some fucking Keith some, Urban or whatever? Some and country not Tom pussy. Cruise. Another Australian. All right, whatever. Oh. Some na- internationality love. That's cool. But I'm just saying, like, Tom Cruise is more of an alpha than fucking Carl Urban. Hold on. We just, can we, what, what is, is your internationality love? <laughs> Aren't they both Australian? I, I, domestic love? Uh, hmm. Same nationality? You get what I'm saying. <laughs> I guess inner is the wrong uh, uh, prefix to use. But anyway, so at my screening, they get it was like a nice like little Tom Cruise from a living room message saying, hey, thank you to come see the movie. I hope you guys enjoy it. There's a lot of like crazy stunts, a lot of speed in this movie. And um, we hope you enjoy it because we made it for you. And like I got that one, as, too. Yeah, and every like the crowd kind of went like erupted a little bit in the uh, in the theater. It was fucking sick. I thought like I saw it with a cool crowd that was like not annoying at all, but like cheering in the right spots. So I I, 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 had I did a good time. I did just Google Val Kilmer's "Don't Talk" PSA, and there's a YouTube link to it from November of 2019. So I guess they are just repurposing one from a few years ago. So gotcha. I got I got I got my hopes up for nothing over Val Kilmer being I apologize back for to normal you crashing back down to earth. Um, but yeah, I had a, a, a kind of a similar experience. So it was a, a sold out showing, of course, and it was oddly enough a game time decision from my mom and I. I don't know how we managed to get tickets. We did buy handicap seats, <laughs> but uh, nice. Like by the time they, there were only a handful of seats left, and people usually don't buy the handicap ones in the back because. If a handicapped person does show up, you get booted. But we were just like, yeah, fuck it. Let's roll the dice. We're, we we got a free evening that we didn't think we were going to have. And people in the theater were like, every time something cool happened or someone got a victory, you saw all these fists going up and people were like, oh, fuck yeah. Pumping their fists. 
we saw i went with mark and we saw it in the imax theater at four o'clock on thursday afternoon last week and there were not many people in that it's the the biggest theater at the amc we go and it wasn't packed it was not that packed like the seven the later shows thursday night were only handicapped seats available bunch of commies in your district so that's why we went to the four o'clock and it was fucking amazing seeing it on IMAX. I'm going to guess you gave this movie a better review than Rinker did. Apologies, Mark For, Rooster. Uh, probably. I didn't see what he... Yeah, because you didn't log yours on Letterboxd either. Nope, I didn't. Thanks. I'm, I'm not, I don't really take this position very often anymore, but like this is definitely a, a movie you have to see in the theater. Like the... the what you might call it the like visual not visual effects but just like the stunts the airplane stunts like all like the the in the cockpit camera uh stuff was just fucking so cool and it was almost like i don't know almost like a like a a, a ride like an uh like um uh what which you call it like a, a roller coaster ride yeah like, it was I, sick I, like I I, my my rip- gripes about about the first top gun is just that it's like Oh, it's just a bunch of people learning to fly planes, like, or uh, like elite pilots going to more school. And this one was more of a mission. Top Gun Maverick had like a clear mission from the beginning, like, hey, we're in some shit. We need to call call in like the best of the best for this one. Being that I watched the first one on Tuesday, in preparation to see Top Gun Maverick. The only reason that you get in the first one, you get to them flying that mission in the third act is because of everything they learned at plain school. Like this, parts one and two follow the same exact beats for the acts completely. You've got Maverick doing Maverick shit, getting in trouble and begrudgingly getting sent to Top Gun. You've got training, then you've got mission with a love interest sprinkled in there and I can't miss formula. Fuck. It is everything I w- wanted from the, this fucking movie uh, f- from the jump. Now I pretty much had a boner when Kenny Loggins came on being <laughs> that I saw them back to back. I don't know that I would have caught who the, who the Jennifer Connelly character was intended to be. Oh yeah, I kind of missed that. Wait, so, what is she? A, is is there a reference to her in the first movie? Several times. What? No shit. Because uh, when he when you're in the the first scene where he's getting yelled at by uh, the principal from Back to the Future, he goes, "And that stunt you pulled with the admiral's daughter," and then. Goose looks at him, says her name, and Maverick nods. And then they say something again about him buzzing the Admiral over his daughter. And that's who Jennifer Connelly's character is. She's that daughter he was diddling at, after the, at the beginning of the first movie. That's not Ed Harris's kid, right? No. Oh, man, that would have been cool. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, I didn't get that reference. I haven't seen Top Gun in, in years, though, and I, probably and I wouldn't. I don't know that I would have caught that because it was just it was it said there are two, maybe three times. Just it's meant the admiral's daughter is mentioned, and then at the when he first sees her, they mention that she's the admiral's daughter, and I just remember Goose at one point saying Penny, and then her last name at the beginning of Top Gun 1, and then when he sees her, she, they say her full name and say that she's the Admiral's daughter. So they're, they're planting seeds early, like 30 years in advance, like Marvel movies. Or they, so whoever <laughs> wrote this just yeah. went back and was like, okay, what can we pull out of that first movie to make not having Kelly McGillis back uh, work? I mean, dude, I feel Jennifer like... Jennifer Conley dude, she's, she's such a minx. Oh, yeah. she Like, still, to this day, like, she could... She could, I got one. She could do it. Barf in water balloons and then throw them at my dick. I was gonna say she could piss on a running fan that I'm sitting right in front of. <laughs> <laughs> That's my Kevin Kraft compliment. She gets hotter as she gets older. I think. I feel like she's went missing though. I haven't seen her since she did that. What was that? That gay ass Russell Crowe math movie where he doesn't kill anyone. A beautiful Mind. There's been <laughs> yeah, a, that, that, one. That, that was a while ago, Jeff. Yeah, I, I haven't seen her since. She was in Alita Battle Angel. Mm, didn't see that one. I'm sure she was hot, and I'm sure she was hot in it. She's a fucking missile, and she killed it in this movie. And I didn't. You don't need to know. I and I didn't know the whole Top Gun reference um, to her character for it just to like be a good little add-on to the story itself. Yeah. Like, and, dude, their sex scene was just so vintage. Like, it wasn't really even a sex scene. <laughs> it was just, I fucking, man, I love that. I love that shit. It was funny that um, they did They did do, like, a vintage 80s sex scene with just, like, two hot 50-year-olds. <laughs> again, it is almost the same sort of sex scene that him and Kelly McGillis have in part one. Like, the house even looks virtually identical. Like yeah. it, it is seeing these two movies back to back. Well, it's like it was, uh, it was heaven. In the was- deleted scenes, they do show that um, uh, Jennifer Connelly steals Kelly McGinnis's um, identity, <laughs> <laughs> but they, they cut it for time. Kelly McGillis was not happy about not being brought back. Oh, really? She's still alive. Yeah, how, how does she look though? Is that maybe the, like that's uh, why they didn't? Uh, which is see, why she see was Bridget pissed. Fonda. Like, she, uh, oh no, yeah. I'm gonna have to look this up. Yeah, I'm it's, be... it's, it's kind of a bummer. Um, uh, well, well, while you're looking that up, it. I will. I will say that uh, I one of the things that I really loved about Top Gun Maverick was how they they very early on get to the mission. So the mission is. There's like a, a uranium enrichment plant, and do they ever say the country, or do they intentionally keep it vague to not ruffle any feathers? Did you guys catch that? Yeah, that, which is exactly what they did in the first one. They never mentioned that it's Russia in the first one. It's just MIGs, and it's in that general part of the world, and that's exactly what they did this time. Yeah, it was weird, but I like I like how they're like so they they're built this uranium enrichment plant is. It kind of looks like it's in the base of a fucking empty volcano. It's like there's this crazy terrain. There's missile launchers everywhere. There's an airfield. And then there's this little vent. So it's kind of like blowing up the Death Star. 
but you have to go up a steep mountain cliff and then straight back down to to bomb it and then straight back up again. So all right, while staying under a hundred feet. Yeah. So yeah, and while you have to go through valleys before you even do that. Yeah. So it's it's like they set that up very early on, and you're like, whoa, okay, yeah. I don't know shit about planes, but that seems very difficult. And then as they go through the training and they explain more of it, it just gets gnarlier. They're like, oh, yeah, so you're going to be feeling the pressure of like 10 Gs, which is going to put you on the verge of passing out. You very well might just pass right out. And if you pull up fast enough, it's going to feel like your skull weighs 2,000 pounds, crushing your spine. And then once you clear that ridge, if you clear that ridge, there's another missile launcher right there to shoot you. So it's like, oh, okay, so this is basically fucking impossible. I got a boner. Let's do this. <laughs> wow. Well narrated, Kevin. Well said. I'm still stuck on the opening sequence where they have Lady Gaga, Hans Zimmer uh, on the music <laughs> score, and then some other poor guy who's up there with Alphas. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone get his name? <laughs> I mean, they brought out the heavy hitters for this shit, and then they have this poor schlep who yeah. probably gets a little when shine. When that just popped being... up, I leaned over to Mark, and I said, did that just say Lady Gaga? He goes, yes, yes, it did. Like, yeah, what? dude. This is a fucking major motion picture event, blockbuster. So I want to call... absolutely worth the two-year wait. I want to I call something to your guys' attention, because I'm pretty sure we were all on the same page with being like, yeah, Miles Teller kind of stinks. I'm I'm kind of iffy on him. Fucking killed it. He was awesome. I he was awesome. He's not, awesome. This yeah. is the role Miles Teller was born to play. Yeah, it the almost Jeremy seems like Lewis. he was uh, like genetically cloned because he, he with that mustache he fucking looks just like Goose. It's crazy. Yep, he looked close enough to be Anthony Edwards' son to be Goose's son. Yeah, like it was it, that was crazy. That was crazy. He to me. was. Fucking great. All yep, of them were. Yeah. Hangman was also very good. He played that role really well. Like Jeff, did you recognize of... Hangman? No. From Everybody Wants Some? Oh, no. What what position did he play or what character oh, did he play? I don't remember. But he, he was a very similar character in Everybody Wants Some, just like a grinning slick dick. I think I remember who you're talking about. I think I think I do. Damn it! I I knew I liked that guy, but I couldn't place him anywhere. Yeah. Everyone everyone wants some. Okay, cool. Yeah, no, I agree with I agree with Shuddy definitely. And everyone did a great job. Like, how about John Hamm? I know. Is there any <laughs> is there anyone like better who is more typecast as an asshole boss than John Hamm? Like, but he, he also does silly stuff. That. It's weird because like he he also does a lot of comedic shit too. So it's weird seeing him be like the serious douchebag guy while he's also done so much silly shit too he, right it is not fair everything that that man has gotten yeah, and he also has like a two-foot penis in his pants yeah big dick great acting skills and is just gonna be good looking till the day he fucking dies yeah and he's yeah i mean he can just be put in almost any role like like kevin said he's got like comedic timing and um, I, I honestly, he could just play an asshole boss until the day he dies. Like what a fucking, what a great casting job there. Um, I, I agree. Miles Teller was awesome. The Jerry Lee Lewis, uh, great balls of fire callback was a little heavy handed, but then again, he was miles Teller, 
Keller's character was on the piano when they were doing that. So you know what? Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. It works. Like, they I also covered like that all they, their loose ends. And I also like that they they redid the um the the shirtless volleyball scene with beach super football. What the fuck were they Dog playing? Fight football, offense so was, and defense at the same time. That I I could not wrap my head around how that was supposed to work, Jeff. Do you have any insights? Because I was absolutely. on an edible. I was trying to follow it. I was like, I don't understand. Because I'm such a big sports fan, that is one of the few criticisms that I have about this movie is it's just impossible to play football on offense and defense at the same time with two balls. Like, that's not a thing. Oh, no, no. That's not a thing. And go with me here for a second. If you play an offense and and defense, just regular football game, you set up the possible scene very similar to Point Break with Johnny Utah and Patrick Swayze with Miles Teller and Tom Cruise, and that's a cool moment. Fucking Miles Teller (laughs) sticks Tom Cruise in the sand. That's a cool moment. So they missed one there, but I mean, I'm not, I'm not shaving off any dicks. Spoiler alert on my fucking, on my grade, it gets a full five dicks. And if I could go any further, I would. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. Concur, Jeff. It is a five dicker. It is an instant American film classic. Another thing you never hear me say, this movie I thought was too short when they sped up the mission where they're like, Oh no, like, they're built. They're ahead of schedule on the construction of this uranium plant. I actually let out like, God damn, damn it! Like, I wanted more fucking movie. Now give me more training. <laughs> they haven't whittled down the best Top Gun pilots right now or yet. I I I need more Top Gun training. Man, that fucking kicked ass. <laughs> I don't know. It was just so much fun to watch in the theater. The crowd was cool. Tom Cruise fucking murdered it. It wasn't like cheesy. No one. When, like, I don't know, no one acted outside of their, their limits or no one fucked up, uh, yeah, fucked there up was their no role. Like, it was good. It was just it was just fucking awesome. Like, Top Gun followed the exact same formula that made it great in the first place. And then I added to it and, and modernized it with, like, the fucking all the, uh, not CGI, but actual, like, aerial stunts it was fucking sick dude when he survived that plane explosion i was like all right so this is the level of reality we need to brace for throughout the rest of the movie but yeah <laughs> mock ted the plane explodes and he he's fine okay. what at the, at the beginning mean, yeah at the yeah. beginning like effectively anything maverick does in a plane it's just gonna work out for him yeah. it's, <laughs> he's fucking mock 10 in the fucking on, on the edge of the earth's atmosphere and the fucking plate explodes and he just shows up at a diner needing some water and he's good to go fine you know what i like that this we're kind of getting into the realm of things are going to be a little bit less grounded in reality than the original but when he hit that 10.0 mock was the crowd the, the audience going like, yeah like, yeah it was fucking sick i did i was yeah. tense as i was watching it because i was like it's going to explode. Is it going to make it to 10 before? It right. Happens? Yeah. You knew the plane was going down. Was he going to hit the fucking Mach 10 or not? That's a great way of putting it. Oh, man. Even, even Helen kind of liked the movie and she's not a big, she's not a big, uh, Tom Cruise fan. No. So we were, I, I was kind of, I just like loosely threw it out. Cause she was like, Oh, maybe one day we can go see a movie. And I'm like, well, yeah, Top Gun two came out. 
And she's like, yeah, I just hate Tom Cruise. I was like, well, have, have, you, ever, have you ever seen the first one? She's like, oh, yeah, of course. She's like, I don't really remember. It's been a long time, but I've definitely seen it. And I was like, oh, all right. I'm like, I didn't really like the first one either. I didn't hate it, but it just wasn't anything all that special. But everybody's flipping out about it. And I was like, now I got fucking Jeff and Shuddy texting me and shit. So when, when our plans opened up, I was just like, I don't know. You want to go for it? She's like, yeah, let's do it. So we, we actually got to the Alamo Draft House an hour early. So just went straight to the bar and started drinking. Then got to our seats and ordered some food and some popcorn and more drinks. And I had like a nice little buzz going. And it was, yeah, that was fucking dope. That was exciting. There's a lot of moments. It, it was kind of like Rush. Like, again, a subject I don't really give a shit about. Planes, yeah, fucking whatever. It's pretty cool that a big giant metal thing flies through the air, but, you know, seen it, don't really give a fuck, but that was a, a very intense movie where, I like like you said, watching that little, the G meter or whatever the fuck they call it, climb as he's getting close to 10 Gs, you're just on the edge of your seat like, oh, fuck, is he going to fucking do it? Oh, he's going to fucking do it. Oh, my God, he's going for 10.4, isn't he? Dude, how about the scene right after he gets fucking fired by John Hamm and he comes back and kills the fucking trial course just to prove that would he prove that he can do it, that it yeah. can be done. That was awesome. And and that was I was like my brother made this point too, but as I was watching it, I was like, wait a second. This motherfucker's just teaching? Like, come on, Maverick has to get out there. Like, there's no way he's just teaching. And that was like the best, coolest way for them to get him as the captain of the mission and in the air. Like that specifically. Him legitimately going Maverick. Like, yep, stealing a plane. Yeah. And doesn't even really, I mean, he just probably, he, he's fucking cool with all of the Naval Air Force uh, personnel. So they're just like, yeah, dude, here, here's a $20 million airplane or however much it costs. Oh, man. And yeah, I, I, the fucking final mission was cool. And, I, I just like as I think back about how the movie played out, nothing was surprising, but like I was like every moment was also thrilling as I was watching it and kind of surprising. There were some things in the movie, there were some parts that happened and they were just so ridiculous that they were, I don't think they were going as jokes, but like the whole theater laughed. Okay, like what? Uh, like when he was climbing out the upstairs window and that interaction with the daughter where she's like, don't hurt her again. Like that one, that one got a pretty good laugh. And there was another one that happened and I can't think of it, but it was just something. But even with those few little cheesy bits, uh, five dicker all the way. Yeah, and uh, Kevin's mom has such an <laughs> anti-Tom Cruise bias that when we were discussing this at dinner last night and she was giving me the review, it was mostly negative stuff, mostly how she didn't like Tom Cruise. And then she ends it with a four out of five. And it's like, oh, so it's 80% of a perfect movie. Oh, holy shit. So if it was anybody but Tom Cruise, she, Helen would have rated it a five. If it was Robert Downey Jr., she would have rated it a seven. Apparently, she fucking loves Robert Downey Jr. Oh yeah, yeah. I've 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 mentioned that on the show a couple of times. Yeah, if that yeah, any movie that Robert Downey Jr. is, I think is a five. 
<laughs> yeah, she brought up Chaplin last night, and it's like, wait a Chaplin second, Chaplin is what? a really good movie. Actually, <laughs> fair enough. I'm not. I'm not disagreeing. Kevin, how many Top Gun Maverick dicks are you sucking? You guys are gonna fucking hate me, but four point five. Jesus Christ, you communist! It's Memorial Day, Kevin. You piece of shit. <laughs> This is what you're going to do to Goose on Memorial Day. Look, I think this, I think what took you guys across the finish line and made it a five dicker is your love for the first one. And I don't really have that. But this was like a standalone fucking awesome movie. You didn't this like is, Kenny Loggins. Gotcha. This is a sequel that does not take anything away from the first. It what do you think not. is better, Top Gun 1 or 2? So. I still love Top Gun, uh, but watching it through 2022 eyes, it's it doesn't hold up age very well in some aspects of the basically, oh, your best friend died two days ago. Get back up in the air, you fucking pussy. Stop being a bitch. And I think more to that, they were just like, it's just cooler, like aerial effects, cooler, so like I, camera angles, like. Not that that bothers me, but I think that with the way the world feels about toxic masculinity these days, they couldn't have that in it. But it was referenced. I don't even remember what happened, but Tom Cruise said, makes a comment about how if you fly long enough, people die. Yeah. (laughs) Which is something that Tom Skerritt said to him like six times in the first movie. I'm surprised they didn't kill off any of the uh, the the young whippersnappers. Yeah, someone probably should have died, but they needed everyone to live, I think, to make the mission. Right? Like the mission, if one plane goes down, the mission becomes impossible, right? I mean, he even oh. says when they first Another tell Tom him. Tom Cruise movie. <laughs> he even says when they first tell him, like, this is, this is what the mission is. He's like, okay, yeah, someone's definitely not coming home from this. But hey, they all did. Look at that. Yeah, well, he does say... Unless he goes. Well, he said... The way he phrased it was like, I'll lead it and I'll make sure I'm the one that doesn't come back. Like, that when they're first talking about it. Yeah. Um, that I, You know, when they're first... And he's like, one of the... You know, one somebody's not coming back. And then he kind of phrased... Made it look like he was going to be the one to sacrifice himself, which, spoiler alert, he does... Uh, um, I don't remember. I had more to go with that. Shuddy, shuddy, shuddy. Um, but I lost it. But <laughs> that, you know what? When they stole the F-14 from that undisclosed nation, I thought that was a little silly. But initially, uh, but then loved every second of it from... What do you guys... So... I know, I know most people think it's Russia, but I choose to think it's actually Canada. I think Canada <laughs> is building a fucking around up north, and we got to go bomb those, those dipshits so they don't fucking, not even so they don't bomb us, just so they don't mishandle the uranium and fuck up the entire continent. They don't Terrence that's and Philip it? Yeah, that's how I choose to, to look at the Top Gun villains. Hey, it's Terrence, do I have any uranium in my butt? <laughs> 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 oh man but it probably was russia huh yeah russia i, I it would have had to be a, a nation with snow-capped mountains 
So that's yeah. not anywhere. Chechnya? In... Is that even a nation? Isn't that where Noho Hank's from? From where? Chechnya? Am I saying it wrong? How do you say it? I believe it's Chechnya. Chechnya. Ah, whatever. Not I don't feel that bad one. I don't feel bad about that one. It's actually right, called well, um, Ethiopia, Jeff. <laughs> well, any country uh, that's over that way in that region of the world is either Russia or Russia adjacent. and Yeah, or formerly owned by Russia. Yeah, and yeah. still led uh, is a puppet government led by Putin, like Belarus. Whoa. Actually, it's Memorial Day. We can talk about these things. Fuck uh, Russia. So, I mean, yes, it is heavily implied that it is still Russia is still the the great enemy in the Top Gun movie. That was kind of what I got, too. And look at that. But it's we also, beat him again. Another decade, another win over Russia. But at the same time, it's probably one of those Russia minor countries because they do have a couple of good fighters, but they are using still using F-14 Tomcats. So it's like like hand me downs, Bel- yeah. Belarus or uh... yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was the only other one I knew. Uh, Dagestan, who's, one who's of the Dagestan? stands. I, it's hard to. I'm not that familiar with uh, Eastern European geopolitics, so I don't know. You dummy. Wh- uh, other than knowing that Belarus let Russia walk into Ukraine. Uh, I don't really know what uh, any where any Help. of the stands fall in anything, Western or Russia slash China. So mm-hmm. Belarus is like the France of Eastern Europe. No, no, because they joined the fight, but they it, oh. so they let Russia walk through. This is getting way too. But when they Russia well, don't let Jeff throw you Ukraine, into a spiral. They. <laughs> went through Belarus. They entered Ukraine through Belarus. Gotcha. All right. That's easy to keep up with. Because he's a puppet government for Russia, from what I understand. So our average score in this is like a 4.85, 4.9. Yeah. God damn it, Kevin. You contrarian bitch. You always say I'm the contrarian here, but look at you. Zagging on a perfect Top Gun score. What was it missing? Um, it still kind of just was planes, <laughs> which I, I know, know is I stupid because I gave, was cool. I gave Rush a five dicker, maybe like a little bit more humor. Maybe if they showed uh, Jennifer Connelly's farting butthole. What about Phoenix? That Man, hot I, pilot. I, I fucking hate making these jokes with my mom just like five feet away from me. Oh, I didn't realize she was in the in the apartment. Yeah, she's in my room. <laughs> she understands it's work. Yeah, 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 it's work. Yeah, all right. You don't really talk like that. No, normally. I'm playing a character right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, that's your Top Gun Maverick review. Yeah, fucking killed it according to the MSPH host. You guys got to check it out. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, we just spoiled I the fuck out of it. Recommend it highly. Before we get into the main episode, Stranger Things season four. Could we do that as like homework for next episode, or is no, that too much? I got much some things to say. I got some things. Oh, okay. It may I'm already thing. almost done with it. Ooh. Recording oh, okay. in progress. All right, Shuddy's further than me. Then. Fair enough. I just watched the first one last night. I think we're at episode five. We watched last night. Shit. Okay. 
So will we be able to review it next week if I'm caught up? Yeah. We, Stranger yeah. Things, uh, it was touchy getting it going. There was a huge TV mishap uh, that caused a, a lot of tension in in the the Shuddy household for a couple of days. I couldn't get all my granny porn to stop playing. <laughs> for a couple of days. Wait, can we talk about that in the main episode? Yeah, we can. Nice. Are we ready to get into it? Uh, yeah, let's do it. From Los Angeles, California, we're the Mad Scientist Party Hour. <laughs> 